The MomCast is brought to you by the YMCA of Central Ohio, Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery, and Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems. Mom! Mama! Mommy! It's the MomCast with your hosts, Mindy Dreher, Michaela Hunt, and Stacy McKay. Mom, I need you! Well, hi, everybody. It's another MomCast, so it's another chance for us to say welcome back. We really hope that you are loving all these shows because I know we really enjoy doing them. Today, we have a single dad. He's an athletic star at Ohio State. He used to be. Now he's also an actor. But he's going to talk to us about a really, really important, meaningful film that he has created. And we're also going to talk about, do kids listen more to dads than they do to us the moms. Well, and you brought this to us. Let's 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 be real about that. Mindy's having an issue right now, and she put it out on social media, so we're going to have that discussion. Mindy's yeah. having an issue well, right now. my kids are, what, 14 and 15? I've had yeah. that issue since about 14, 15 years. <laughs> we feel you on that. So in studio today, a man named Otis Winston, if you're a Buckeye here in Central Ohio, you've probably heard about him. He was a captain with the basketball team. He was a track star. He pretty much did it all at the university. Now he's he's been very busy with acting, too. But his best and biggest job is being a single father of two. Welcome, Otis. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Now, first of all, because we want to hear about your career, tell us about your kids. Uh, I can talk all day about my kids. Well, how old are they? My, my daughter is 14. Her name is Promise Winston. My oh, what a beautiful son name. is 12. His name is Rain, R-E-I-G-N, Rain Winston. So Hit the jackpot yeah, on the names yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, Those yeah, are yeah. awesome so, names. So if you put their names together, you get Promise Rain. So that's what made me come up with their names. And they're, they're my world. They're my everything. They're grit. You know, they're both very passionate. Um, my daughter's a daddy's girl. My son's a daddy's boy, um, <laughs> it, which is, you know, is, is, is rare. And, and like I said, I, I've, I'm 43 years old, um, never had a, a, a best friend. And my best friend is 12. <laughs> you know, my best friend is my son and, 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 and it's and I'm seeing them both grow. They both are, are passionate in school. They're both getting great grades. They're both are captains of their basketball teams, um, respectively. And I'm just loving it. I'm, I'm loving the blossom that I'm seeing in both of them. We hear so many times women struggling being a single mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but you feel the struggles, too. I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize that single dads raising kids go through the exact same thing as moms do. Yes, we actually do. It's, it's hard. I, I think the thing for me is that I, I got custody over my kids this past July, and it was great for me um, because I was divorced seven years ago, and then it's been a fight by not seeing them every day. My life changed. It was flipped. Mm-hmm. It was turned upside down because they were my life. And not saying that I based everything around my children, but seeing them every day, waking them up for school, cooking their breakfast, saying prayers over them before they go to school. That's all the things that I missed. I was every gonna single say day. something was right. missing. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was it was missing and it was a, a, a hole. <laughs> a sure. hole that I couldn't Trust fill. Trust me, we understand and, and, and what on, you're saying. Yeah. And, and on July fifth, the hole was filled. And, wow. and, and and I love it. And, and I will defend them with my life. I understand. I, I remember I watched the movie John Q with Denzel. And I was like, what do you mean you going to give your heart for your son? I mean, it, I will give every appendage, every eyeball, every <laughs> anything for my children because I've already lived my life. And my job as a father is to make sure that I direct them and, and protect them and, and shield them, but also educate them 
on what they need to do to be what they need to be in life. We all know that parenting is hard and being an athlete is hard. There's a lot of struggles. There's a lot of adversity. But you have told me the hardest thing you have done is acting. Yes. Because everyone's trying to do it. It is. So other than being a dad, you are acting right now. You're making films. You're acting in them. You're pretty much doing it all. I am. I am. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. One, because I know a lot of friends who have children. And in order to make it, they move to L.A., they move to New York. Um, even Chicago and Atlanta now, both cities right. are, are hot. Um, I don't have that luxury. Um, I have to make sure, for example, when I was filming Chicago PD two months ago, my call time was 6 a.m., but I have my kids full time. So I had to have make sure that um, my kids were taken care of. I had to wake up at 1 o'clock, um, jump in the car, drive all the way to Chicago Whoa. to, to Beat my call time. <laughs> oh once, my once I got done filming, yeah. jumped back in the car, and we drove all the way back home to make sure we can um, try to catch my daughter's um, volleyball game. That's my life. On top of that, you have this movie that has just come out. Yes. And I think this is a really important topic for families to be discussing with their kids. Um, I, tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now with this movie, what it is, and and what we can expect when we take a look at it. The movie is called Split Decision. And I believe it was over a month and a half ago, I was in Kroger's. I, as I was coming <laughs> coming down the aisle, a, 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 a white supremacist guy with a um, Nazi tattoo on his neck, a skinhead with a Nazi tattoo on his neck, him and I met face-to-face. And my whole world stopped. Cause it's the first time I've ever seen that face to face. And when I say I, he looked at me, I looked at him, he was piercing me. I was piercing him. And it was just one of those things where people were walking and stopped walking, looking like, Oh, what's about to happen. And I just had all these flashes from Emmett Till, Trayvon Martin, the um, church bombing um, in Mississippi. So much went on and went to my, mm-hmm. uh, through my mind. And then while I was having those flashes, I look, I'm like, yo, what's up? He bags up, eyes get big. He look at me, give me a head nod. And I just pause again and just had more emotions. And I said, you know what today is, right? He shakes his head like, no, what's that? I just looked at him and I was like, yo, it's free hug day. So did you actually give him a hug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, what I, did what did he do? He was he was he was he was stunned. You know, he was he was cut off guard. And and in that moment, I had a split decision. I can either choose hate, or I can choose love. Wow. And and and, and we don't realize that our lives change in a split decision. A split decision, mm-hmm. be it as a parent, be it as a as a as a friend. Our lives change with a split decision. And my split decision came way before that day. But all I could hear was Martin Luther King ringing in my ears over and over and over. And and, and I always say, and and Mindy can um, contest it, I always say on my Facebook, be the change you want to see in the world. Mm -hmm. Be the change you want to see in the world. A lot of people talk about change. Sure. They just don't know how to be it. That day... I think I was the change I wanted to see in the world, especially for him. I love that quote. I think it is. I think it's Gandhi. I want to say that it's Gandhi. It is. Yes. It and is. and I mean, how hard is that? I mean, it's hard for people on a daily basis sometimes to make the decision to say it's free hug day when you're up against that much 
um, hate. Mm-hmm. It was it was it's very hard, except for you have to be what they're not ready for. See, he wasn't ready for that. Right. He wasn't ready for that. And, and, and sometimes, and I tell my kids all the time, do not be stereotypical type of person that everyone expects you to be. Here I am, 6'6", six, six, tall, 210-pound black man, and staring at this white supremacist, and I, I did tower over him, but I didn't want him to be intimidated. I wanted him to see love and feel love. When you embraced, what'd you feel? Because you saw all those flashes of things in your mind and in your heart. What did you feel when you embraced? When I embraced him, I actually felt um, a calm, a calming love. Because hate is a choice. It's a choice. It's, it's truly a choice. It's something that someone chooses to do. You choose to do bad things. You choose to not like somebody. Mm-hmm. You choose to... Um, go in a bad direction. It's a choice. So when I embraced him, I choose I chose to to allow the love that I was feeling to leave me. To leave me because I can either be controlled by love or I can be controlled by hate. And I chose to be controlled by love in that instance. The one other thing I want you to address because when we see kids who have hate, mm-hmm. it doesn't come from the kids, Mm-mm. it comes from their parents. Absolutely. And they're learning to hate at home. Absolutely. So what would you say to moms and dads listening about how to change their children? Change yourself. Your children can't change if you don't change. I am the walking example of what I want my son and daughter to be. I exude everything I want them to be. I'm nice to people. I tell my daughters all the time, in order for one to have friends, one must be friendly. So I try to be nice. I'm always smiling. I, I remember I'm, I remember before I even did this, I started it. Um, I saw this shirt at Kroger's. I bought it. We've got to get a picture <laughs> of this shirt, guys. Yeah, I'm taking one. I, 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 I bought it, and, and, and then I went to Planet Fit Fitness, and the day I walked into Planet Fitness, I was just hugging everyone I saw, <laughs> everybody I saw. They're like, who it, is it was, this dude? It, it, was, it was so crazy that, that, that one of the workers at Planet Fitness made a post on Facebook about, yo, Otis Winston, <laughs> is coming in here and changing the atmosphere just by his his smile and he's hugging people that he doesn't even know. And I didn't know the people. And, and, and then it carried on as I went to Kroger's and as I went to my son's school, <laughs> I was just giving everybody these free hugs. <laughs> so this became a movie. So tell us about the movie and where we can find it. Um, the movie is on YouTube and Vimeo. It, it actually became a film that you know i have i work with my man mike edwards um for five soul medias um him and i are working on it and then also um jamar jones you know, he just did the score of the new um john singleton film rebel um as well as the new new edition movie that's coming on bt i sent him the film he did there's the, a new edition movie yes i did not know that i did not know that you, you, you'll find Set out about DVR. their <laughs> you'll find out about their entire life it is. It is. Look, look. Oh. You just made the camera. Oh my goodness! Yes. So it, it was like all these people are coming together for this film. You know, um, I have crazy support. This film, I believe, is something that's needed right now for what America is going through. Well, it just goes back to we we can't choose hate. We, we have can't. to choose. 
to have free hug day. We do. And have conversations. We do. Um, that are respectful and kind. Yes. We can't thank you enough for coming in. Thank to you the for Mom having me. In the studio. Yeah. You got to understand, I've been trying to get on MomCast ever since Mindy started doing it. I'm like, yo. Which is like my favorite thing. When you walked in today and you said that, I was like, hey, like, we rank. I have yeah. to I have That's to get wonderful. on this this show because it's, it's so worldwide and it's so needed because, you know, I think moms don't get the applaud that they they deserve. Yeah, will you come back make sometime? you an honorary mom? I would yeah. look, look, I think look. we are. I'm, we need I'm, to I'm have Mr. Mom. Back. I'll be Mr. Mom. <laughs> We're, I mean, and I gotta <laughs> hug it out. Come here, I gotta <laughs> hug it out. Oh. Hug it out. There you go. Hug it out. I, I would be Mr. Mom whenever you guys need me to be. Um, Split decision just released. Um, I, I, I really hope people understand what we're doing with this movement. Mm-hmm. So split decision, I believe, is just the the little snowball on the top of the mountain that's about to roll into this this avalanche. So sometimes you look at people and maybe they're getting a little more gray and you blame it on perhaps their spouse or their kids. I think the same thing's happening in my life because I'm getting more wrinkles because my kids are, you know, in those busy teenage years. What do you think? You did look a little stressed out lately. I'll give you that. (laughs) So if you're kind of going through that and you need some help, perhaps with wrinkles or maybe augmentation or just something you think your body just needs a lift or a change. Please do us a favor and call our friend, Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery. He is the best in Central Ohio. Voted, he's won awards from his peers because he's so good and trusted. Again, Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic Laser Surgery. The number is 614-459-0060. Well, we talk about a lot of things involving our kids here on MomCast, and I think that's a great thing. Sometimes there are issues that are really difficult, and sometimes we don't know the answers. We can, you know, use our best judgment, but sometimes it's okay to get some assistance, get a little bit of help. You know, taking time to get to know your teen. It is tough being a kid. So have lunch together, take a special trip, or even just have a conversation, but get involved And Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems can help as well. They're an acute hospital and center for psychiatry. And they are there to answer those tough questions, to help out maybe when it's beyond anything that we're able to do. Visit pomegranatehealthsystems.com. It's 2017, and we're kind of still getting into the mode of what we're going to do this year. One of my goals, I told you ladies, was healthy. Um, And that kind of made it an umbrella goal, right? And so we joined the Y just at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. And, you know, I haven't been a member of a Y for a while now. And I'll tell you what, it's a total different experience than just going to the gym. And I think that's what I really appreciate it. My kids, their eyes are lighting up when they hear we're going to the Y today because they know they're going to go. They're going to have a great time. Logan is getting into the gym, doing some basketball skills, things like that. And it's just something different that they're really enjoying. And so if you have that moment in time where you're thinking, okay, I don't know if I want to take this extra time to go have some moments to myself, maybe to relax, to work out, whatever you need to do, the Y has programs for that in your family. So check them out, ymcacolumbus.org. Again, lots of different programs. This is your year. You can do this. All right. So, Mindy, I saw your post uh, on Facebook and you were talking about your frustration over the fact that your kids don't listen to you like they listen to Randy, to your husband. There's no doubt. 
There's no doubt. And in other words, you say something. They... I can say something, you know, go to bed, go to bed, go to bed. How many times? And then Randy will have to butt in. Did you hear your mom? Go to bed. Bam. They're in bed then. And I don't know. If, it, if I had Randy for a dad, I might do it immediately. Well, yeah, too. Randy is towering. He's he's big, booming voice. But I'm tough. But I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not oh, like yeah, a pushover. You're, you're tough. <laughs> Tough lady. Well, Randy <laughs> listens to me, but my kids don't. Now, figure that's that a difference. out. That's yeah. a different. That's a different um, topic. We have Otis Winston right. in studio again. He's going to stay with us for this conversation. So I don't know. I, but it is frustrating to me. What do you guys think? Do well, your now, kids listen more to you? Michaela, you said you kind of have the same thing. Yeah, Marcus is, I feel like I, you know, kind of put the threat out there. You need to do this or else. Right. But the or else never happens. And so I keep thinking that the threat in and of itself will get them to usually it's to stop doing something. But in your case, you were talking about bedtime and showers. I have a trouble getting them into bed or into the shower by myself as well. So anything like I I don't know if it's if I don't have the voice for it. So, yes, Stacey, I, I have the same problem that Mindy is having and I rely on Marcus too much to beat a hammer, as I like to say. And complete opposite. Is you, Stacy? You are the hammer. Well, I guess I am the hammer, and now I feel bad. But um, <laughs> no, I don't think you should. My mom, my my daughter doesn't call me the hammer. I hope, but she. This is like really frustrating for Jeff because Jeff, and and I think he's a disciplinarian too, and I think we both are nurturers, you know. But he will say something to her, and she will she'll listen to what he says, but then she'll come over to me. She'll either look in my direction or she'll actually walk over or she'll say, Mom, like, do I have to do that? And he gets so frustrated. And I try to immediately nip that in the bud because I believe wholeheartedly in a united front. (laughs) You know, you you parent together. And so I, you know, I say to her, Liv, if dad tells you you need to do something, then there's no question you go and do it just as if mom told you to do it. But she still, you'll see her kind of, it flashes in her mind still, you know, but if I tell her, she does it. And I guess this sounds bad, but I don't put up with her not doing it. I mean, I I don't put up with that. It's, I love my daughter very much. I'm very nurturing. She will come and talk to me about things and we're very huggy and kissy. Mm-hmm. But when I mean business... I mean business. So you follow through on your threat. Oh, threat, I, so I do. I do. And sometimes I feel like I do it too quickly. But to me, part of my job loving my daughter is also <laughs> disciplining her. Because if I don't, you know, what kind of child am I putting out there in the world? You know, it's funny. I asked my mom if I was like that as a kid. She said, yeah. You know, she was a mom of four kids. And we all listen more to dad than her. And she just thinks it, most of the times the men are more of the disciplinarian. And most of the posts that were commenting from my actual post totally agreed. The majority Mm -hmm. were like the same thing that I'm going through at our house. It's the exact same thing. Otis Winston, who's in studio with us, continuing a conversation. You're the dad. You're the single dad. Do your kids listen to you first time? They do. But at first, it wasn't that way. And it wasn't that way. You said something very, very important. It wasn't that way until... I had to start following through on my threats because a threat is just a threat. And when you threaten one time and then don't follow through, they just look at it as a joke. Like, she ain't going to do nothing. He ain't going to do nothing. He's just going to say it, but we're going to keep it being able to do what we want to do. But once I started 
following through. All right. Go take a shower. I want you out of the shower before 930, 10 o'clock, whatever. If it's not done, then that's when I have to go in and be like, okay, give me the phone. Yeah, that's give me what, this. That's exactly right. That's what one of the people who had comment said. Do that, you know, threat, take away their phone, but follow through with it. You have to. And I don't do that. I think it's easy to not want to do it, you know, because sometimes I will say this, and I think there are a lot of parents that know exactly what I'm saying. Sometimes when you punish your kids, then you have to pay the price for it. You do. You either say, okay, no screens at all for two days. Well, then what are you going to do? Well, you're going to hang out with them and you're going to read a book with them or you're going to do (laughs) something with them. And you're thinking, now, wait a minute, that cuts into the only free time I had. But some people find it hard to do that and you don't want to follow through. But you have to because sometimes punishing your kids means more parenting time. Which is true. But but my mom always tell me this, that (laughs) she was like, I'll rather be the one who punish you and you learn from it because, you know, I love you than someone from the street. Right. I was a softie. And I was because I'm a, I mean, I felt bad because my kids was going through the divorce with sure, us. So sure. I overcompensated a lot and overcompensating a lot made me give in a lot. Giving in a lot made me be a pushover. And when I got custody, I had to stop being a pushover and start being more of that consistent parent. But your kids will respect that. They do respect it. And, you know, Mindy, in your case, there's nothing wrong also with if you have two parents in the home, one being that person and one. Yes. I mean, it's a team effort. It is. You know, and and my kids are very, very respectful outside of the home, especially. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. This, that or whatever. I'm like, really? Yeah, because we will see it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But you have amazing kids. You already know that. So, Mindy, given the fact that we've had this discussion on this, I wanted to tap an expert, a parent coach here in Central Ohio, Terry Manrique, working with parents who is on the phone with us today. Terry, <laughs> hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. So, so tell us, how can Mindy address this? Kind of an expert opinion, right? Yes, yes. Well, um, there's a couple of things that happen, and yes, it is very common for moms to experience this. And the reason that is is because we are operating from our emotions, and we know that men don't have too many emotions, right? (laughs) They're kind of very (laughs) black and white, very clear, very matter-of-fact. So when they say their point, they make it very clear to the children, and there's no in-between, there's no fooling around. It is what it is. Where moms, they tend to play off their heart and their emotions, so therefore they do a little bit more of that having more you know, sympathy for their child. And, and we're talking know, some men, Terry, right? Because, I mean, we interviewed Otis Winston today, and that was completely the opposite end of the spectrum. So is it a percentage of times you see this? I mean, like if you had to qualify it. Yeah, I would say the majority, though, of men do get that reaction, though, from their children. And one, because they have the tone, and two, because they mean business, and the kids know that. So it is a pretty high percentage that the men do get that outcome from from their children. So what do we do to help the situation as moms? I mean, definitely, Logan and Christian, they do listen to Marcus more, and and I feel like he has a booming voice and Mm -hmm. is very authoritative The guys are more the disciplinarians. Right, so I'm I get that. Not always. 
But yeah. but Stacy has the opposite. I don't know. I, <laughs> Not oh, always. How can I sprinkle a little more of Stacy in? Because Stacy, you're saying Liv listens to you. You you tell her yeah. what's up, and she listens to you. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing as you know when we have you know puppies and we start training our dogs, right? There's that the dog usually knows who the leader is, right? Because they're the ones who they rely on. So, they kids need to know that they can rely on you to be consistent with what you want. So, the more consistent you are, the more they're going to rely on you, and the more they're going to listen to you. But if you're not consistent, then they tend to play you, and therefore you're not going to get the response you want every time because they're relying and you not being consistent with them. So consistency is really, really important when it comes to parenting. And sometimes moms are not as consistent as dads are because dads are not, they're just, they're very matter of fact. And moms are not. So that is the main reason why a lot of kids do that to the moms and not to the dads is because Mm. moms are not as consistent as dads are. Interesting. Okay, well, that makes some sense. So that helps a little bit, right? Mindy, what do you think? Well, I guess I don't have to kick him out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it for this week. But next week, we want you to weigh in on this on Facebook. We have a Facebook Live up right now, and we're talking about Janet Jackson. Ladies, 50 years old, just had a baby. Yes, her first baby. She's always wanted to do this, and it was not without its difficulties. Um, But we're going to talk about that. We've got our post up on Facebook where we discuss it, and we would love to hear what you think, and then we'll maybe uh, share some of your comments on our next MomCast. Yes, so check us out Facebook. We're on Instagram at MomCastShow and Twitter as well. So we'll see you there online, and MomCast out. You're a dork. (laughs) 